March is right around the corner, and it's a huge planning month in Southern California. Spring has already sprung, so it's time to get out there and start planting some seed. Let's see what you can plant in March so you can get your seeds ready right now. and I'm living the urban farmer life in the city. I'm fitting in farm life a little bit here and there and want to bring you along with me. I want to teach you everything I learned so that you can be successful and hopefully learn from my missteps. I'll let you know what I'm doing with this almost daily farming journal podcast. Let's hear what today's entry is going to be. I'm sure you're used to this by now. We're going to go through all of the different crops that you can start planting. These are the general categories, and then we can talk about some more specifics kind of as we go along. And this is just a wonderful time to experiment. So you can, you know, think about this, look through seed catalogs, or just go to your nearest nursery and then pick a few items to get started with. The most important thing is that you try something because the one thing that you can't buy is time. And when you put seed in the ground, that is the first important step that will get you started. All right. So if you're thinking about sowing or transplanting outside directly, here are the items you want to think about. Beets, carrots, celery, chard, different herbs, Jerusalem artichokes, kale, kohlrabi, leeks, lettuce, but not the iceberg, green onions, bulb onion seed sets, parsley, peas, peanuts. Wow, I wish I could do some peanuts one day. Potatoes, radishes, shallots, spinach, strawberries. And strawberries are something that hopefully you've ordered some sets because that's actually the easiest. The bare root strawberries are really, really um, fun to start and they're really easy to get off the ground or I should say in the ground so you can get going quickly. They usually come in 25 each bundles. So if you're buying them, you'll just need to get a lot of rootstock. And then what you can do is then give them to some friends. And then finally, some turnips. Then if you're thinking about transplanting, and that's one of the ways that you can kind of buy some time, is have the nursery go ahead and start those seeds for you. And you go ahead and then transplant them when they're ready. So these are the items you can start transplanting. Artichokes, asparagus, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, kohlrabi, and rhubarb. And rhubarb is also something you can get as a bare root. And then let's get started on the herbs. We kind of mentioned them, but we didn't go into the individual ones. And there are a lot of herbs that you can start from seed. There's anise, and anise is something that will just keep on coming back and back. So if you start that, make sure that you're ready. Basil. And there's all types of basil. I usually like to do the Thai basil and then the sweet basil if you want to do cut some of those fun kind of tomato and basil dishes. Chervil, chives. And chives you can plant from seed. I find that it's actually a little bit easier to get them in six packs. Cilantro. And cilantro is really a little bit tricky at times. So what I wind up doing is I'll get the whole seed and then I'll crack them with a rolling pin, put them into kind of like a knit fabric that's moist, and then I'll wrap them up and that will keep them moist enough that they'll start to germinate. I have a little video if you want to check out the YouTube channel, and that's going to be living the urban farmer life. And you can see how well they germinate if you just wrap them up um, first. 
I actually got some of the transplants or a six pack of cilantro and unfortunately there was some type of animal or rodent and it ate all of my cilantro so I'm glad I got some started from seed. Then there's dill, and for some reason I cannot get dill started. So if you can, let me know what the secret is. Fennel, and fennel we have everywhere. So if you start fennel, also be careful. It will spread very easily. Lavender, marjoram, oregano, parsley, and then savory. And parsley is something that's really tricky too. So I did wind up uh, buying a six pack, but I wanted to make sure we had enough because we like to make a lot of falafel. And so what I did is I took the parsley and then I read the directions, which is, you know, kind of a silly thing that I haven't really read the packet very closely. But for parsley, you actually need to make sure that they are in the dark. So I put them in our little incubator and I covered it with a black plastic bag to make sure that no light got to them. And it's the best parsley germination that I've ever had. Another trick is if you're trying to germinate something that needs the dark, kind of like if you're um, doing carrots, you can put a board over the area where you've put the seed in the ground and that will make sure that that area is dark. Alright, that was all the herbs to start from seed. Now here are the herbs that you can transplant in March. There's mint, rosemary, sage, tarragon, and thyme. Now if you want to sow indoors for March, but transplanting in late April or early May is still possible, you can do eggplant, peppers, and tomatoes. Now I already started mine in January, but I think if I really wanted to get a really early start for tomatoes, I'd actually do them in December because we have some tomatoes that actually were planted at the end of the summer and that's going to probably be our best tomato crop ever because we had a mild winter and what happened was that or those tomato plants are just huge at this point. We've already got tomatoes on them and it's uh, mid-February. So I probably am going to do this again is get some different stages of tomatoes so that we can plant them throughout the year and continue to have tomatoes regularly producing for us. Now you have to be careful because you do want to kind of rotate those areas that the tomatoes are in. And so you have to have enough spots that you can keep on rotating. So just be aware of that. Now you can start indoors in March with special special handling of roots, some additional items. So cucumbers, and I'm trying that right now. So I started some a week ago. I did some Japanese cucumbers and they are looking wonderful, but these are supposed to be started in March. Eggplants, again, they're mentioning melons and squash. And we have a ton of squash that we've started. Now, if you want to start indoors in March for planting outside in May, they only list a sweet potato sets. And then March is the last month to plant roots to bear fruit well this year for strawberries, blackberries, and raspberries. And then plants late March through May are going to be avocado trees and citrus trees. Now, avocado trees are really particular. I have not been able to get avocado trees to grow to save my soul. And so I am, I actually um, joined a Facebook group for, I believe it's Southern California avocado growers. And there are a couple of tips there. So one is making sure that you whitewash the trunk. And so that's going to protect from sunburn. And so that's something I have not done. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. I did mention citrus trees. Now, in Southern California right now, we have to wor worry about HLB. And there is a quarantine. So right now, as a master gardener, we are not recommending citrus trees. And there are many, many different alternatives, including bare roots that you can still get a hold of if it's mid February right now. In March, it's going to be too late to probably start planting. But if you've 
have, if you've already gotten some bare roots, make sure you've put them directly into the ground. These are not the type of plants that you can let sit in a corner and uh, you are going to have a wonderful, you know, explosion of flowers later in the month. And then there is such a huge long list of the other plants, which are all the different types of flowers that I'm just going to go ahead and then link in the show notes, the March planting guide. And then that way you can take a look because pretty much it looks like almost anything could be sowed or transplanted at this time of the year and you're going to be fine. So go ahead. It's, it's a, of such an exciting time to be growing in your garden right now. So if you have an urban farm, if you have a front yard little area, you have pots, this is the time to get excited about growing because March is perfect. So go ahead, go out there and grow something. Remember to subscribe to the Living the Urban Farmer Life podcast so you can grow what you know about growing food and caring for your furry and feathered friends. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook as the Urban Farmer Life and at urbanfarmerlife.com for posts and links to help you be successful on your own urban farm. Now go out there and grow something. Well, I hope you like talking about the planting guide for the next month on the early side. That way you have an opportunity to think about your plans, get ready, and I'm going to be doing this going forward. I also found a wonderful planting guide from Kellogg, and I usually am not um, a Kellogg fan, but I am so glad that I am on their mailing list because they sent the most wonderful resource. It's a zone-specific planting guide that gives you a time ranges for when to plant, and I'm going to go ahead and then do a screen recording to show you how you can use it and then I'll also be using it to make a notion template so that you can use it to help organize your garden and then do some planning so that you can really optimize what's happening in your garden and at the same time I think one of the things that's really great is uh, using notion I've been keeping a log of all the different varieties that I have been planting and I think if you put this with the guide that they have um, from Kellogg I think you can start to see when you can plant things in your local area and then be able to really fine-tune the different varieties that work the best for you and then put in maybe a star guide something that tells you that these are your favorite and these didn't do so well and then that way you can really have a garden that gives you exactly what you want something that you can't buy in the store or at the farmer's market and you can just really be excited about what's out in your garden all right i hope you have a wonderful day and i can't say it enough go out there and grow something Thank you for joining me on the Living the Urban Farmer Life Journal podcast. I hope you're having fun growing what you know while caring for your soil and your furry and feathered farm friends. Music